0: Just a quick editor's note before the episode begins. Yes, I do intro the show by saying I'm talking about 90 Day Fiancé. No, I'm not talking about 90 Day Fiancé. Yes, I am talking about Married at First Sight. Yes, I do watch too much television. No, I don't feel like changing it. Yes, Married at First Sight is basically a different version of 90 Day Fiancé anyway, so forgive me. I'm only human. I'm not perfect. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine. We gotta talk about 90 Day Fiance. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, I'm gonna start with Amani and Woody, because they really had the least to talk about. We don't really see, I mean, obviously, the two main storylines this episode were between Henry and Christina and Amelia and Bennett, the two last couples to get married. Um... So we didn't really see much of the other three couples. Really, I'm. I feel like this episode really kind of changed my mind about a lot of people, a lot of cast members on the show, um, mostly for the better. If I'm going to be honest, I feel like everybody that I thought was bad confirmed themselves to be bad, and everybody was like, mm, "I don't know." I I really like, am really starting to like them. Starting with, like I said, Amani and Woody. The only thing that really stood out is that basically the structure of the episode is they finish the weddings, they have like, you know, little short conversations with the family members and the friends of the opposite person that they married, and then they go to the hotel for the night. And it's a whole like, will they, won't they? Are you guys going to sleep together? Blah, blah, blah. The only thing about Woody's conversation with... Amani's father and stepfather you guys know that I really have very strong feelings about Marlo and his absehensive um language was really nice um, <laughs> I liked that he had a conversation with them and was like I really appreciate and I'm like kind of jealous of the fact that Amani has two fathers that she can lean on and come go to, and I don't really have a relationship with my dad, so, like, <clears throat> I'm really excited to get to know Amani, Ma- but I'm also really excited to have, you know, two fathers in my life that I can come to and ha- have conversations with, and they were both really receptive to that, and I really liked that, and I, I really... I think when from... What I can remember from the past, like, I feel like when couples want to involve their families, it usually works out. I might be wrong about that, but I feel like it usually works out. Um, and so I'm I'm really like, it just was really sweet to see Woody be like, oh, this is like another extra, you know, layer of icing to this cake. And he, he and Amani really have really great chemistry. They go back to the hotel and Moni says like I'm really attracted to him and I'm kind of surprised by that because I usually really like to take things slow physically with the guys that I'm with and they just seem to like really be into each other. At one point Woody calls Moni his queen. (laughs) That's really cute. Uh, I just really really like them. Um, Let me let's get to the other couple. Olivia and well, let's go to Bry- Brian, Miles, and Karen. Um, the big conversation was like Kathy having a conversation, Karen's mom Kathy having a conversation with Miles about like what he thought, what he thinks about Karen, what he thinks about the whole situation, and and um, he's like, you know what, she seems like a really sweet lady, I am committed to making this relationship work. I'm in it for the long haul. And Kathy's like, you know what? That's great. That's like the one thing that I wanted to hear from whoever she was matched with. But I got to let you know, bro, like not into it. (laughs) I do not like the idea of this experiment. I don't like the idea of her marrying a stranger. And I'm really concerned about your intentions for her, but I will give you some advice, which is to just be patient with Karen because If it gets to be too much pressure for her, like she kind of retreats and she will shut down. So I'll let you know that they, I, you know, like, like I was saying, opinions have changed and I think Karen was really good about not letting the pressure of knowing who Miles was, finding out who he was, not really being into him. She really, like, it seemed like she kept a really open mind about it. And at the end of the night, she was like, actually, I, like, am pretty into him. Like, he's pretty cool and he's good looking and I think I'm attracted to him. So good for her that her opinion changed because Miles has to be one of the more, probably the top eligible bachelor on the show, on the season right now. I would have put Henry up there with miles but <laughs> i'm changing my mind here i feel like i don't remember henry at the bachelor party was he even there henry gives me like buster bluth like remember when he used to like <laughs> wear the shirts that would coordinate with the wallpaper and he would just like stand in there like and nobody could see him like henry's is henry okay is he okay oh let's get back to that before let's, let's end with Olivia and Brett. Olivia is still really like trying to keep the conversation flowing. Talk about how excited she is that he loves Taco Bell. He also has cats or a cat. And, um, it has been weighing heavily on my spirit and on my mind of like, why do Brett's nostrils flare out so much what's going on like who does he look like and it dawned on me because my mind said this guy is a butthead and I realized that he also looks like butthead of beavis and butthead he it's the nostrils for me but it's also kind of the hair he sucks (laughs) sucks <laughs> honestly olivia may have uh, had a better chance of a successful marriage with butthead the cartoon than brett he ooh, he really sucks and i feel like olivia is one of those girls who always thinks that like a relationship ending is her fault and she puts a lot of things on her and it, Brett seems like the great deflector. Like, he's always just, like, sarcastic and jokey. But it's not even, like, funny. He just, like, says contrarian shit just to, like, deflect from the fact that, like, his emotions are, like, straight garbage. Like, real, pure, unadulterated trash. They, Olivia has a conversation with his friends his groomsmen which are like a mixture of his friends and brothers or maybe they're all his brothers but she's like you know what i just want you guys to know that like i'm not gonna let you down i'm really committed to this marriage and they're like oh well don't worry about that girl like we're way more worried about brett than we are about you and frankly you should be concerned because his first second third and fourth reaction initial reaction is to be a dick rather than like actually tell you how he's feeling um, so basically like you just got hitched to a set, uh, man baby and actually you're pretty hot. So like good for him. Basically <laughs> his brother who looks not dissimilar to like the comic book guy from the Simpsons. All of these people are in the, the Matt Granny universe. <laughs> um, he was like, I was just worried that like, maybe he would have been, you would have been somebody that he dated before, or maybe that we had dated before, or like, worst case scenario, that like, you would have been somebody that we swiped left on, meaning like, you wouldn't have been like, cute or something. Sir. 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 I, the audacity of men. For him to really say that with his whole chest, like, I'm just glad that some that you're somebody that I would not have swiped off on. Like, get the fuck out of here, bro. Get out of here. Are you the prize? Because you don't appear to be. You don't appear to be. Ugh. Men make me sick. Every man in this family is trash. And I don't like to put the onus on women for you know, make them responsible responsible for men, but, like, is she around? I think his dad is divorced. And I think the dad has been raising these, like, three little fuckboys. That's a problem. That's a real big problem. These are the guys that will make demands on Tinder and be like, first of all, here's some rules. Like, if you are a bitch exit out of my name <laughs> if you're not like a good hearted woman and if you're a fucking bitch then I don't want to talk to you and if, if like if you have demands like who do you think you are like half a step away from a men's right activist like uh, it, uh if you um don't take care of yourself, then I'm not interested, even though I am clinically obese and don't have the right to make demands of anybody. <laughs> like oh, all, all of these guys, the, the list guys, we've all seen them single and not so single women, all these dudes on the abs, like they have rules and rules and rules, rules, and they look like trash goblins. Like, how dare you? how dare you? I'm like having PTSD. I haven't been on the apps in years guys, but like this is why every man in Brett's family is why. (laughs) So let's move on before I get more mad. Um, Amelia and Bennett, you guys, I have never been so wrong about a couple. Or about an opinion that I had like they really the production really set us up for the okie doke with them because they really made it seem like oh man they met how did they meet before did she date somebody that he knew did he date somebody that she's friends with what happened did they date each other and it didn't work out like is this a hookup situation and turns out that they just met like randomly at a party like months and months before, Amelia's walking down the aisle. She's like, I don't know if he remembers me, but I remember him. And I thought he was like a pretty cool guy. And once she gets down to the aisle and the officiant says her name, Amelia, he's like, Oh, it's like all these memories came flooding back of like, I met her at this party. Um, I thought she was really cool. And then later they go and have, you know, their little champagne chat with one another. And he was like actually I think I met you at another thing we have a mutual friend named Mary and you and Mary came to like this show that I was performing at and we had this really great conversation turns out Bennett like remembers her and thought she was like really cute he says it's very rare that I'm attracted to women like instantly but I definitely felt that with her and I remember feeling that but I was in a relationship at the time but like Amelia really stuck with me and he's like I love every little freaky thing that is happening with her decolletage and her jewelry and accessory situation. Amelia's mouth has been agape (laughs) this entire time, which leads me to believe the theory, like, you know, I'm going to put this out if you like it. Great. If not, just send it back. I think that just maybe... The bird on her head got lost, went into her mouth. There was a terrible accident. And Amelia was like, you know what? I'm going to repurpose the bird, give it a new life atop my head, turn a tragedy into a miracle. Okay. I love them. <laughs> I truly love them. We find out typically during the vows the family and friends will give something to production and say like oh amelia is this really kind giving woman and she'll make giving you a ten dollar bill for christmas seem like the most thoughtful thing bennett he's the type of boy who will apologize for um, putting things in the trash and and he once bribed the student government to win the student government by bribing the other students with milk. And they just seem like a quirky match made in heaven. Like, Greta Gerwig better watch her back. Like, take some notes, girl. These are, like, the blueprint for your next movie. Bennett basically vows to be extremely horny at all times and shower Amelia with... affection like whenever the mood strikes him Amelia's vows are a poem and I didn't pay attention to what she said there was rhyming and that was just enough for me um at one point they panned to the crowd and there was a small child with half a mustache half of those like curly Q done with eyeliner mustaches on her lip so that's something um but all in all they seem very happy with each other the chemistry is off the charts like they're the number one couple in my heart I was not expecting this but I have a place for them they're warm and they're comfortable here Bennett's probably feeling very you know comfortable in there I have an enlarged heart and he's used to a tiny house so it's a great combination I love them you guys I just really love them. Bennett thinks she's really gorgeous. Amelia thinks he's super hot. Um, She says that she remembered being really charmed by Bennett when they met the first time. And I just, this is a winner, you guys. I'm really going to be disappointed. Like, this is kind of like the Armando and Kenny of 90 Day Fiancé. Like, I'm rooting for them. I want them to win. And if they don't, there are buildings that are going to be set on fire, and that's just the end of it. So, like your call. TLC, Lifetime, like, just let me know, and I'm striking a match. Um, they, I don't know. During (laughs) this is so funny. During pictures. You know, of course it's, like, going to be awkward for them because they don't know each other. And you're having to do these, like, intimate, close-together poses with one another. Oh, look in the camera. Kiss each other. Blah, blah, blah. And the photographer tells Bennett, (laughs) he says, say in your sexiest voice what your favorite breakfast is. And Bennett's like, ugh avocado toast (laughs) it's like the ghost of Christmas past and not like Brad Pitt or something um they meet like his her nieces and they're already calling him Uncle Ben one of them gives him a clump of flowers that she found from God knows where they just like are really into each other they um the families do you know their speeches and Bennett's mother who is quite the handful says this is a demented situation but I hope you're you know just as weird as the rest of the family is his sister says basically the same thing like I was hoping Bennett would find somebody really fucking weird and I think he has so congrats to you brother um the Fanta girls have some hard-hitting questions for Bennett starting with what national park do you identify with (laughs) and he said Big Bend which is I think in Texas it looks really cute um I think the grape one asks him if he showers and we get a very detailed um answer about how he usually showers once a day sometimes twice because his balls tend to get sweaty first and it's excessive and he thinks it's improper to scratch his balls in public so you know he tries to maintain that area um Blue Raspberry Fanta says I think you guys are going to be a match just based on the fact that what your 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 dick itches and Amelia scratches a lot I don't know I don't know where she was trying to go with that but it seems very pointed um Strawberry Fanta asks Bennett about the armpit hair, Amelia's armpit hair situation. He was like, oh, I didn't even notice, but, like, I'm into it. I think that's, like, a really cool, you know, way to have your body. <laughs> he seems into it. He seems very attracted to her, and the feeling seems very mutual. They, um, Amelia introduces us to her family's, tradition for a wedding which is I'm gonna tie a raw egg to a stick and I'm going to dangle it in front of your face and if you catch the egg in your mouth it is a sign of good things to come in a long-lasting relationship and he manages to catch it he then um, bites into the egg and eats the raw egg even something that Amelia can admit is very gross and unexpected but she was into it um i think bennett knew the rules he was like what i didn't know i was supposed to not, we're not supposed to eat it but i'm like bennett nobody said anything about eating the raw egg okay like i understand that you're in a situation there are people on unicycles and you know there's a lot of a lot of feather happening and a lot of a lot of fabrics um a lot of polyester in this wedding party but n- nobody said that you had to eat a raw egg sir Okay, I think that's something that he did by choice and tried to pawn it off like it was an accident. Um, They go to the hotel together. <laughs> but before they go, um his friends get him around and are like, hey, bro, like, you know, in their very, like, theater nerd way, like, hey, guy, are you thinking that you guys are going to, like, get intimate tonight? And what do you think the plan is? Apparently they have a code first text which is put the ice cream in the freezer. There was mention of um, bananas and and maraschino cherries and chocolate sauce. Um, I'm very grateful that we didn't get the whole explanation as to what that was, but I, I got enough. Ice cream in the freezer means pound town, okay?
1: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring.
0: You know, like, have you guys talked about it? And he's like, yeah, we've talked about the whole thing. We've got it all scheduled out. 12.30, we get to the hotel, 12.35, I will be brushing my teeth. 12.37, Amelia will be brushing her teeth. I forgot my toothbrush. So that's why there's going to be a little bit of uh, staggering happening. Usually we would brush our teeth at the same time. But I'm obviously going to have to use her brush first and then she can go in. Then we're going to put her... I'm going to put my pajamas on. She's going to put her pajamas on. <laughs> he, like, this is the kind of... This is the kind of sarcasm that I like because it's actually funny and it's not just being, like, Brett being like... <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just... I, I think the wedding's going to be really... Marriage is going to be really easy and... My main concern for tonight is that my um, contacts don't get dry. I-, I need to put some drops in them. <laughs> okay. Um, then they, yeah, so they get to the hotel and Miley's in, like, a very sexy green plaid onesie um Bennett appears to be in like a yellow, you know, one of those, you know, that commercial where the couple goes on like a first date and he, the dude takes his sweater off and then she finds that like his t shirt underneath has that like the collar is like basically gone from like a ring collar to like a shawl. Uh, it, you know, it's just like real loose. It's kind of like that. Um, Bennett says that his ultimate fantasy for tonight is for them to just like smooch each other and go to bed but he's like you know there are several uh permutations to this fantasy so i'm just excited to see what happens um that that was it with them i'm i'm hype about them i really am and they's the chemistry really seems to be off the charts i think they're really leaning into the whole like I think Amelia even said it's it like it kind of was comforting that I had met him before and now it's like kismet. Like even more than just like meeting because of the show. It's like, oh, we met each other and we were into each other and it just didn't work out but now we've matched together. Like I think they're really both leaning into that and I am too. I like Okay, it. y'all. Let's get to Henry and Christina. I need to know like are all their scenes gonna be like the English version of the office level of uncomfortable or like, (laughs) are y'all going to pump the brakes a little bit? Is there going to be any respite (laughs) from how fucking awkward this whole thing was? Like, Oh, I don't know what just seems very obvious that the experts or production or a combination of the two, are setting up couples every season recently to fail that are, like, obviously not working for each other. And, like, clearly Olivia and Brett are number one, but Henry and Christina are a very close second. Like, they might be tied for first here, too. Oh, Lord, you guys. What the hell? First, we need to talk about Henry's relationship to his family. He seems like the black sheep, but also in a uh, weird kind of way. Like, Henry's dad is a goddamn star. And I love him in the same way that I love Imani's dad. Henry's dad is Henry III. He has this great Cajun accent. He looks like that chef from... New Orleans, I think his name is Paul Prudhomme. He, I love him. I just think he's so cute. (laughs) He roasts Henry, number four, to hell. Um, And basically is like, I don't know how you came from my loins. You are such a pretty boy. I am basically a slob, (laughs) (laughs) and you just seem like you start your shirt, start start your shirt. I can't do the accent, you guys. I really want to. I really, really want to. It's a combination of like Cajun, but also like foghorn leghorn. Um, So he, Henry hates his family. (laughs) He seems very embarrassed by them. Meanwhile, Christina is giving me hella bad vibes, you guys. She kind of looks like Angelina from Jersey Shore. I know I'm giving a lot of comparisons to, like, who looks like who. But she really does kind of look like Angelina. And I think it's mostly because she also has bad vibes like Angelina. Like, she seems like a real nightmare. I think they called her, like, the Princess Bride. And, yeah, I just need to know. Like, in the first episode or the first two episodes we saw her talk about her anxiety and I never want to like downplay anybody's mental health issues I don't really have like a I don't struggle with anxiety I don't know but like I've just never seen anybody whose anxiety manifests in being an asshole and making other people like highly uncomfortable and like being rude like she's rude why is she so rude? It seems really unnecessary. Um, They say something that is very... Her grandmother says something that's very telling, I think. And she says, I hope someone loves Christina for the way she is and, like, how she acts, basically. Like, I know this Christina's a demon, and I hope she can find somebody who puts up with her, <laughs> basically. I feel bad for both of them really, but I kind of feel, I definitely feel more bad for Henry because he is not prepared for like all of all that Christina brings. Like she is a flight attendant and she's got an oversized bag that she's checking in. She's going to have to pay the $50 fee. Um, She's also like, she's got the, the other thing, the hand luggage that you can bring, a purse, an oversized bag, the kind of bag that, like, you think you're tricking people that doesn't fit in the overhead compartment. Like, she's got everything. It might be a Louis Vuitton, but it's still a mess. And it's, you know, monogrammed the whole thing. She is, sucks. She sucks. <laughs> Why did they not switch? It's like, they saw Olivia... Henry, Brett, and Christina, and were like, oh, I think Olivia, who was very adamant about the fact that she just wanted a nice guy, and Christina, who is basically like, yeah, I know I'm attracted to assholes and I know that's not good for me, but I still kind of want one. <laughs> it's like they saw them and they switched, right? You guys see that, right? It's weird. I don't like her. <laughs> Just I don't like her. And like I'm a girls girl in like that real way of like not in that like real housewives way when people say that they're girls girls and they immediately stab people in the back. Like I love women. I'm like a spice girl, hashtag girl power. Like I am mostly always gonna be on the side of women. I just feel very bad for Henry because he is just not equipped. He doesn't have the range for this. <laughs> I feel really bad. Um Her bridesmaids are dressed like, I don't want to say that I didn't like the dresses. I just felt like they had a very high slit that like, if it were me, if I were one of her bridesmaids, like two drinks and I would be on the piano singing like Feeling Good by Nina Simone, you know, it was that kind of vibe. Henry sent her flowers, which we know is like the one thing that she that was very important to her, that her grandfather had been the only man to ever give her flowers. No boyfriend or dude that she dated has. And she really likes exotic flowers. He brought her lilies. It seemed like there was a, like somebody in production went down to the Whole Foods and <laughs> got found like three, a package of three lilies for like nine ninety nine, And we're like, Oh, just say that it's from Henry. Um, she loses her mind, gets so emotional. And it's like he's a stranger, and it's like he knew. It's like he knew. <laughs> he knew. <laughs> That's about as nice as she got. The rest of the episode, she's a total monster. <laughs> <laughs> um, she is like getting ready. She makes all three bridesmaids button her up: one in the back, two on each sleeve. The one who was buttoned in the back, I hope everybody knows, she was, like, side-eyeing the fuck out of the situation. She kept giving Christina dirty looks. So I don't know what happened. I mean, we see what happened. She's a dick. But homegirl in the back was not feeling her at all. And I was living for, like, all the eye-rolling and the, like, angry faces that she was making. Um, They get to the, you know, get ready to go down the aisle Henry goes first, and somebody in Christina's side was like, oh, he's hot. It was a guy. And he was like, oh, he's hot. And he actually claps like, oh, good for her. And I just wanted to be like, Henry, like, you might want to stick with this guy. He seems to be really appreciative of what you're bringing. I don't know. Um, when they're about to, when Christina's about to walk down the aisle, production says, like, oh, I just want you to do, like, a quick wedding cam before you walk down so basically like they give them i don't know if they're like cameras or like camera like phone cameras or like an actual mini camera um it looked like a phone so they're like can you just do like one quick segment before you walk down the aisle she's like yeah i'll do it but like i'm not moving so everybody just has to like get out of my way so she makes the bridesmaids like get out of her shot (laughs) Like, this is what I mean. Like, you're in, you're obviously, like, this is a high-stress situation. Clearly, you're going to be anxious about this. That's normal. But it's, like, the fact that you are literally, like, I'm just not moving, so everybody has to get out of my way. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> and then, so she puts up the camera for, like, three seconds, like, ah, I'm about to walk down the aisle. I can't wait. As soon as the camera goes off, she's like, ugh. She sucks bro. (laughs) Like thinking now back on it. It's so funny how bad she sucks.
1: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands.
0: Allergy season. Grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Um, they. She walks down the aisle, and as they're doing, like the officiant's doing the proceedings, he cannot make eye contact with her. Christina is constantly looking down, looking at the crowd, like, uh oh. <laughs> Uh oh, I don't like this guy, but I'm already here and I look cute and I don't wanna walk out and do a runaway ride, so I'm just gonna smile and ah. <laughs> like does anybody wanna make eye contact with me and and maybe get me out of here? I oh Lord. It is about as awkward as they can get, and I know that like usually when they do the vows production will put in some sort of like music that goes on with the theme and it's usually like a romantic situation whether it be like orchestral music or like a acoustic guitar situation they try to add to the mood by making you think that like oh this is a nice situation for the first like minute of the vows it is silent silent like and it just makes it that much more awkward finally they put in some music and it's like bur-dum, 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 bur-dum. poor little henry's face is ticking away you can tell he's so nervous he doesn't want to look at her because his face is ticking she's looking at him like oh boy this is not great <laughs> and it's very awkward. They're not making any sort of eye contact with one another. Henry's dad? Did he fall asleep? Did anybody notice that? Like, I don't blame Henry the Henry Third because I wouldn't want to be conscious for the situation either. I'm just asking. When they get to the vows part, we learn that Henry's a basic bitch and he basically, like, his vows were like, I... We'll take the trash out, and at some point, we'll get a little, God, we'll get a house on the hill with a white picket fence. I'll top off your rosé. I'll turn off the TV when you're about to fall asleep. I'll, you know, go and get the pumpkin spice lattes and bring them to you when you wake up. I'll fill our home with live, laugh, love decorations, we're gonna get a little dog, like, Henry, sweetie, (laughs) like, (laughs) no wonder you have bad luck in life, like, you write, like, a, like, a 15-year-old girl writing in her live journal, sir, like, baby, nobody wants to fuck that, and I'm sorry, like, language, I get it, but, like, Do you want to fuck the guy who says that he's going to top off your rosé? Do you want to fuck the guy who says that he's going to get you a house with a white picket fence? No. And I guarantee you, Christina doesn't. Christina wants to fuck the guy who has, like, a shitty apartment and then, like, bangs her in his gross little bed and then tells her that he has to wake up really early and kicks her out, even though he promised to have a slumber party with her these are the kinds of guys that we are attracted to and this is why olivia should have had henry because she would have loved this she said i just want the nice guy he can finish last and he can finish last with me oh, boy i just feel bad for henry i just feel so bad for him um he also mentioned like i will take you to as many taylor swift concerts as you want and actually that was the one thing that christina actually seemed to be on board for she's like i I love her she's great they go and have their little champagne toast still he's not really making conversation with her not making eye contact he's like so uh yeah um so uh today right like oh wow um so yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> She's like, okay. Um, what happens at some point? First of all, can we talk? Just a side note: What is the show sponsored by Cooks Champagne? Like, could we get some better champagne here? Trader Joe's has lovely, affordable champagnes. Cooks. The best you guys can do is some 6 nine. You can get cheaper champagne at Trader Joe's or Sparkling Wine than Cook's. Cook's is the champagne that I used to drink when I was, like, 19. Let's be real. It's not the champagne that I'm going to be having after I get married. Like, listen, it doesn't have to be dumb. But Cook's is the bottom shelf, you guys. <laughs> Cook's is, like, what you put in... For a mimosa that's that's what you get that's brunch champagne, you know <sighs> Jesus Christ, you guys um <sighs> lord okay here's the shocking thing we find we see that i mean it's very very clear that like Henry has mostly girlfriends. turns out one of those girlfriends is trchelle. <laughs> As in real-world Las Vegas, Trashel. Trashel. What a what a bomb drop that was. I could not believe. She is ready for the camera. She's wasted. They have her interview one-on-one. And she's like, you know what? I went on a date with him. And it was very boring. And so I was like, do you have any other friends? And this is how he she became friends with... His other friends, Kristen, and I think there was, like, a Hannah or something. I really don't know. Kristen is equally as drunk as Trishel. And she says, basically, like, she has no intention of respecting uh, Christina. She thinks that this whole experiment is weird. She thinks that Henry's really hot and that he's better than this experiment and that any woman who would sign up for this is not a woman to be trusted. And so she says, I will, um, I will trust the marriage, but I'm not going to trust the relationship. (laughs) We're on par to be like another Zach and Mindy. remember how dirty Mindy's girlfriend did her last season? Like, Ooh, Ooh, Lord. Why doesn't Kristen just hook up with Henry? What's the problem there? that's what I want to know anyway they're very awkward I don't think that they even had half a conversation at one point Christina said that she didn't even remember his name she's like no like literally what's his name she called him Luke at one point fortunately not to his face um Henry says I'm excited to meet your family and I'm not really excited for you to meet mine which he tried to pass off as being sarcastic and joking but we all know that he wasn't Henry's father did a speech, and Henry's reaction was, "Oh God." And he was right because Henry's father threw him right under the bus, right under a New Orleans trolley, and was basically like, "You know, Henry likes to help his mother, who's can't really walk that well, so she's like wheelchair bound. But here's the thing: he will buy her, he'll go shopping for her, and then he'll say, He'll take a credit card and say, oh, I um, got some gas, filled up the tank with gas. And he'll leave the house with paper towels and, and um, toilet paper. And he's, basically he said, my son scams me and my wheelchair-bound ha- wife for toilet paper and gas. we're in for a hot mess you guys the preview was great um I am very interested I'm really not interested generally speaking on like covid themed television programming but I'm really interested in seeing how this is going to work out with them because it's not like it's not like production that went in after covid happened this is like oh we weren't prepared at all for the city to be shut down and now (laughs) you guys are really going to be stuck with each other in your apartments because you're in the middle of the experiment and you can't go anywhere so i'm kind of excited about that because these people really were not prepared to be stuck in a home with a stranger so loving that um, I love, what did I love? I, it seems like Miles really likes Karen. Seems like they're going to have intimacy issues. We hear, we learn that Brett walks out of the, moves out of the apartment at one point. Um, I think they really don't have much. I, I'm feeling like they don't have much in terms of like Imani and Woody and, Amelia and Bennett in terms of drama because we didn't really see them much in the preview um we see that Bennett tells Amelia that he loves her and she says it back and he's like really? is this real? they like are really living in their true fantasies so I love that for them thank you guys so much for listening we'll be back next week thank me for speaking love you bye